Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our 31st podcast of Pleasanton Science Circle. I'm your co-host, Kavya. I'm your co-host, Shriya. And I'm your co-host, Sanjay. So today we're going to be discussing in energy and power. So first, a little introduction. So power and energy are not the same. And the power that comes from our, in our homes are mostly coming from fossil fuels that are then converted into electricity. Um, so if you're having a bit of trouble wrapping your head around this, you can use your analogy, which is kind of like power is the amount of water flowing through a pipe. And energy, on the other hand, is the amount of wa- water filling a bucket. Yeah, so talking about that, what we can also be looking at is how human energy usage, the amount of energy that we are using, and also how the effects, how that affects the environment. And there's a couple of ways this actually materializes. The first way that we can look to when we're connecting human energy use and the environment is simply just looking to climate change. Because obviously we're using more uh, fossil fuel energy that's obviously been hurting the environment, which is another impact of it. And second of all, there's also an energy crisis because we're using too much energy, more than we can generally like, you know, more than we can generally produce, which is why right now, for example, energy use is increasing every single year. And the reason that's important is because that could also lead to a crisis where we're not having enough energy. And it also, similar to the climate change point, it also could lead to pollution, where because of all these fossil fuels, it could be polluting the air, which also could have detrimental effects. So to provide you guys with some statistics on how much energy we use uh, and how that's changing over time, uh, data shows that energy use in the United States is doubling uh, every 20 years. And this is a staggering amount uh, with a growing population and uh, a heavy def- uh, dependence on fossil fuels, uh, which is a finite energy source, which uh, is not a good thing and could lead to uh, an energy crisis as mentioned before. And the energy market in the United States States is the third largest industry in the country. And the United States itself uses about 23% of the world's uh, energy. Uh, But the United States only holds about 5% of the world's population. Uh, Something for you guys to think about right there. Uh, And the United States is also the second largest uh, consumer of energy in the world. Uh, the first being China. And uh, statistics show that the average American household uses about uh, 877 kilowatt hours of energy per month. Uh, That is equal to the amount of greenhouse gas or or CO2 emissions that are uh, released from the burning of 683 pounds of coal or 1.4 barrels of gasoline. Yeah, those are all really interesting statistics to think about. Now, before we dive into exactly what you can do to help save energy in your own house, uh, you first have to understand what the difference is between efficiency and conservation. So efficiency is when you can, when something uses less energy but performs the same tasks. So if you have some really small, let's say a hand mixer compared to Um, a big blender, then if one is more efficient than the other, say the smaller one, then uh, if this was more efficient, then it performs the same output energy or power as the bigger machine. 
Uh, on the other hand, conservation is when you turn off or unplug certain devices to stop for those from using any power. So this kind of helps with if you're turning off a faucet, for example, you're saving water and therefore are saving energy. Yeah, so there's already lots of ways that you can use, for example, to save energy. A couple of good ways is, first of all, for example, one way that a lot of people use now is electric cars. And the reason this saves energy is because it uses electric motors for propulsion rather than gasoline, right? So lots of research has continuously shown that electric cars are much better for the environment because they have less greenhouse gases and air, pol air pollutants over a traditional like gas uh, car that's run on gasoline. And this is even after like, for example, the vehicle has been produced and the generation of electricity required them to fuel. So even though you're using electricity to fuel the car on net, you're gonna be saving uh, it's better for the environment. And second of all, there's also direct emissions from like many like, you know, smog forming pollutants. And there's also other pollutants that are harmful to a human health and other greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide. And all electrical, all electric vehicles produce zero direct emissions, which is really, really important to improve air quality. Again, going back to the pollution point in urban areas specifically. Uh Another way you can uh, help uh, conserve energy uh, is by using solar panels or solar energy. Um, so solar panels, the price of them has fallen uh, dramatically over the uh, past few years. Uh, and so solar panels uh, can be used uh, to absorb to uh, to absorb the sun's rays and then co convert them into electricity or heat. And a solar panel is really a collection of uh, solar photovoltaic cells, which can be used to generate electricity through the photovoltaic effect. And this is a renewable energy source. And um, there are a lot of benefits to solar panels. And among all the benefits, like one of the most important things is that solar energy is like totally renewable source. It's good for the environment. And of course, this would depend on the sun for energy. Uh, and it's a good investment if you live in a particularly sunny area. And uh, they also have a good payback time. So this can help you save money in the long run on your electricity bills. And so, uh, solar panels also do have low maintenance costs. So not everyone can get an electric car or implement solar panels on their houses. So here are some foolproof ways to save energy in your own house. So although these are minor ways, if you add them up together, they can always make a big difference. Um, so first, you can turn off your lights when you're not in the room or not using any lamp or a light. Um, and a statistic is that lighting costs make up approximately 20% of all the electricity used in the U.S. today. So if you think about it, this is actually quite a lot because um, you have so many other appliances such as like air conditioning, washing machines, uh, heaters, and all that. Um, and if you're only considering lighting, this is a very big part of your electricity in your own home. Um, another way is to turn off the faucet when you're not using, which is something that I expanded on before. And also, if you find a leak in your house or in your plumbing system, make sure to fix it as soon as possible because this can also end up using more energy than you are uh, than you want to. 
Next, you can also unplug things that go in outlets, like Shreya said before, for example, phone or laptop chargers, chargers or lamps that plug in to the wall. To expand on that, the reason you should unplug things like that is because there's something called a phantom mode. It's basically when uh, you have stuff that's plugged in, but that's not actually connected to anything, but it still uses power. For example, your phone charger. Suppose you have your charger plugged into your wall, but your phone isn't connected to it. That is still using power, even though your phone is not connected to it. And so this is what we call a phantom mode, which really is just that even for, for electronic appliances, when something is plugged in, even though there might not be anything connected to that, it will still use power. And so unplugging these things can help uh, reduce the amount of power you use. Yeah, so moving on, a couple other ways that you can definitely save energy is first of all, taking short, shorter or slash colder showers, because obviously making hotter showers requires heater, which obviously can, consumes energy. And just overall having the shower on is another long showers also consume more energy. And then also there's using laptops versus desktop computers because laptops for, lap laptops, for example, only have to take around three hours to charge completely. Whereas desktop, computer, desktop computers have to always be plugged in which means that it's always going to be more efficient to use a laptop. And obviously all the ways that we've mentioned so far, there are only a couple of ways and there are definitely more, many, many more ways that you can use to save energy. And we encourage you all to think of different ways that you can help in your own home. So now we talked about how to save energy, but more on boiling it down to how to save power and energy and how to more so make an impact. So first, you should probably look for appliances with the Energy Star label um, for any washing machine, a, a refrigerator or a freezer. And these appliances are government certified to be more energy efficient and they can save you money in the long, long run. We also talked about how you can unplug some devices that are always in the charge to reduce your phantom load. And also you can use devices that are more energy efficient. And we talked about solar panels and electric cars. So altogether, you know, we as humans have major impacts um, on the world in which we live in. Uh, we, uh, our energy usage has significant impacts on the environment, the climate, and uh, the resources that we have. And so there are a multitude of reasons on why we um, should be try to conserve energy, um, whether it be for the sake of the climate or environment, or even simply just to pay fewer bills. Um, and so our impact on our planet can really determine like the modes of energy operation in the future and how uh, the condition of the planet's uh, environment, climate, and uh, its natural resources are at. So that just about wraps up today's podcast. And thanks, uh, thanks for everyone for listening. And be, be, uh, be sure to stay tuned for next time.